Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Food and Beverage Insights, Imbibe's podcast on food and beverage trends. Since 1963, Imbibe has been developing innovative beverages just outside of Chicago. Our insights come from field and online research, syndicated data, and from working with leading food and beverage brands. My name is Ilana Orlovsky, and I've been on Imbibe's marketing team for more than three years. And today, I want to talk to you a bit about mocktails, a word that was actually added to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary in 2018 and is defined as a non-alcoholic drink consisting of a mixture of fruit juices or other soft drinks. With health and wellness influencing so many lifestyle choices, many consumers are opting to drink fewer empty calories or at least endure fewer hangovers. Of course, there are many mocktails that aren't necessarily nutritious, but more frequently, we are seeing more nutrient-dense ingredients being incorporated into these alcohol-free drinks. Mocktails may also stay in the spotlight because this category is particularly inclusive, spanning demographics and potentially appealing to children, those carrying children, and consumers who might be participating in some kind of dry period, either after an overindulgent holiday season or as they experiment with something like Whole30 or another program that may discourage alcohol consumption. With so many moments and experiences captured and sort of living on social media for eternity, younger consumers especially strive to prioritize health so that they look good as their lives play out for voyeurs. Interestingly, according to the UK Office for National National Statistics, among consumers ages 16 to 24, about 25% identify as teetotalers or those who abstain from alcohol. And this number is actually up 8% from 10 years ago. There's definitely been a shift in what we're seeing on menus. A few years ago, you were hard-pressed to find more than soda, juice, tea, or coffee as non-alcoholic offerings in restaurants and bars. But today, even three Michelin star restaurants like The Inn at Little Washington in Washington, Virginia, has seasonal mocktails for $18 a piece, such as a hibiscus lemonade and a peach marigold fizz featuring local peaches. For a more affordable mocktail, though, you can definitely try them at a variety of places. There's one called To Have and To Have Not at King & Duke in Atlanta, and their mixture contains pineapple, pomegranate, lime, and red pepper. I definitely could keep telling you about other mocktails that have made it onto menus across the U.S., but instead, I want to highlight the fact that these mocktails are sophisticated, complex, and often very delicately engineered. I actually had one at a bar in Chicago, and the bartender placed a flower on my mocktail with a set of tw- with a set of tweezers. So we're seeing botanicals in these mocktails. Sometimes they're leveraging alcohol replacements like the non-alcoholic spirits by the brand Seedlip. And other times they're incorporating some emerging categories like vinegar-based shrubs. I also wouldn't be surprised to see kombucha be a component in a mocktail, though it's possible that offering kombucha in bars could be adequate. There's also a lot of opportunity for innovation here as the younger generation comes of age and decides that they want to be present for their happy hour experience. Beverage brands should definitely consider developing alcohol-free options for those partial or total teetotalers. Thanks for listening to this podcast on mocktails. And remember, you can subscribe to Imbibe by visiting us at www.imbibeinc.com to stay up to date on food and beverage trends. Until next time, keep imbibing.